are back. Welcome to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty. And I'm here with my co-host, Chingai. And you are not dreaming this up. We are recording in the first quarter of 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, new movies. <laughs> we made it to 2024 and we're here now. We are here now, and I'm super duper excited to be joining Shanghai for our, I think, inaugural ever January episode. I know we are recording this in February, I know. But we are talking about the January movies, which have always been a bit of a hit and miss. But this year, Shanghai, 2024, is this the year of the Hallmark movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think. They knew that we would have recorded if they had come up with good movies and so they committed and they're just as committed as we are. I am loving this and I am loving that not one, not two, not three, but all four movies were not shit this year. (laughs) Low praise. Our standards are the way they are because of them. And so... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Things are on the up and up with, with Hallmark, I, I, I feel. I am I'm super excited. And if this is an omen of things to come, cuff, cuff, love you, are you with Jane Austen, which should be fun. I'm, I mean, happy birthday, Patty. <laughs> I, how, how did they know that your birthday month would also be... Uh, how did they know that... <laughs> the Jane Austen month. Yeah, but how did they know that my birthday itself would fall with the Benjamin Ayers <laughs> Ali Sweeney movie? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're jumping ahead because we're that excited. And this episode, I even forgot to say welcome to season five of But Make It Hallmark. What? Season five? That's crazy. My favorite number um, and hopefully not our last season. So if you notice something different, yes, there's a video component to this. So Chingai and I just decided last minute for that. None of us fixed up. We're in our house clothes. And uh, well, here we go. So nothing to do but start. We do have four movies and we always grade on a curve. And so something's got to give. And of the four movies, again, none of them are shit, but someone always has to rank last. And so at the bottom of the wonderful pyramid that was New Year New Movies, we have a Scottish love scheme starring Erica Durant and Jordan Young. Lily travels to Scotland with her mother and reconnects with Logan, a childhood family friend. Unbeknownst to Lily and Logan, their meddling mothers have come up with a plan to set them up. Mom and I go to Scotland tomorrow. That always was your dream. It's about time I made that happen, don't you think? It is so good to be back here again. You gonna say hi? You look different. She was brave enough to make a change. My mom thinks I'm going through a midlife crisis. But does she have the courage to follow her heart? Life is short. We both know that. Enjoy the company of a good man, Lily. You are the unexpected bright spot on my trip. I do hope they're having some fun. We usually start these discussions for the good movies with like four parts. And I don't think we ever walked you guys through it. But first, as we talk about the trope, like which tropes does it contain? Because Hallmark movies are, if not a trope after trope. We talk about the chemistry between the two leads, mention other noteworthy things. And finally, like what feels did we feel? And we don't always follow the structure because sometimes there's nothing to say. But shockingly... I I was able to, I guess, first episode of the fifth season, fill this out incredibly well. And uh, I will say that this contains tropes of failing businesses. I think Hallmark loves a uh, fixer-upper. And so we've got the failing business trope where we have a whiskey distillery. And I guess it's very Scottish to have like a whiskey distillery. 
Um, we have fascination with the foreign land TM. We are shooting in Scotland. Chingai and I felt that they had lumped this in with the Scottish Christmas movie and just like, okay, B-roll, let's shoot another movie. Um, and not a trope that is often done, but we have dead moms and a new one, dead moms to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, dark. Welcome to 2024. <laughs> Chingai. I love a fascination with the foreign land movie. And I'm liking that we're having more of it outside the Christmas scope. And I think they really did this because, obviously, budget. We've got budget now. The chemistry between Erica Durance and this man, Jordan Young, wasn't bad. Because this Scottish man needs to be in more things. I don't know if it's the accent. I kind of wished he was a Scottish man in the Scottish movie with Lazy Chabert. I feel like this guy had mm. more gravitas. I just like the accent. I did have to watch it with subtitles, but you know, I need to watch subtitles with everything. So it's not just them. I, I, I am not usually an Erica Durant's fan. And clearly in the Christmas one with Miss Christmas Comes to Town, maybe it was because Deborah was in it. Um, Mom and Chesapeake Charles was in it, but I was just like, okay, she's not terrible here, but here she kind of grew on me. And I think it's also because the plot line is her mother is dying and she doesn't know that I really did feel for her. That was a terrible mm -hmm. reveal. Which leads me to the fact that I think this movie was an adult love story, wherein it was very mature feelings, and adults in love is one of my favorite tropes, actually, I forgot to mention this, because when they fought, they resolved it quite quickly. They're like, yep, over it. Let's discuss. I still like you. Let's make this work. Like, this girl was going to go to Spain. This girl had her divorced husband in the beginning. This girl is all over the place. And naturally so, her mother is dying. And so I felt like it was a bit of a distraction to the love story that we had this mother-daughter relationship, which I also appreciated. But I think what I really liked was the friendship between the two friends, the mom and the aunt. So basically the two moms of the leads, who honestly, I just wanted to see go on a road trip. I wanted them to have their own bonding. Yeah, yeah, Erica Durant is the daughter, but I actually wanted the two best friends to go back to their childhood and, you know, go drink like they were going crazy. And then on top of that, of course, there's the failing business and there's the kid of the guy with the dead mom. So there was a lot going on and that's why I rank it at the bottom because I felt like it could have been a little more focused and I wasn't hating the kid, so that's a win, but there's still much to be desired, I feel. They could have removed one plot line. Dead mom, maybe. Don't start the year with such morbidness. I don't know. I think the Scottish accent <laughs> is... <laughs> Let me go off tangent for a minute. <laughs> I think that the Scottish accent can really do a lot for a movie. Mm -hmm. This is me. This is just me. Because I normally would not like uh, a movie with a kid, but... Because because there's this other angle, or because I'm hearing the accent, I kind of get distracted and <laughs> um, move away from that. Maybe that's why I also moved away from The Dying Mom. What stuck with me most from this movie was actually the, the meddling mothers. Yeah. And so it just felt kind of like, uh, you know, one of those movies with like Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton. <laughs> it could have it been... Like Hallmark could go into that that kind of movie too because like an um, eighty for Brady, but Hallmark. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, 
<laughs> but make it hallmark. Indeed. Yeah, like a book club. Like, but make it hallmark. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, Jordan Young, I remember messaging you, Patty, and saying, okay, budget Sam, he won, <laughs> isn't bad. <laughs> he isn't. Is he the most memorable Scott? No. 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 Is there a memorable Scott? None so I don't far. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, he wasn't terrible. He was, I think he was a good match to yeah. Erica Durant. And, and so like this, like I felt good after watching this movie. And I think that's, the, that's all you can ask for. That's all we With a Hallmark movie. You just want to feel good. I like the distillery. Yeah. I like I like all these touches. You know, it, it's you know what I didn't like yeah, the rugby. The, yeah, the rugby, rugby was I cute. Like. The rugby was cute. Yeah. Rugby has two callouts this um, season, huh? We'll see. We'll see rugby again later. <laughs> but can I just say, her branding was shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> project. I was like, that's what you came up with. Patty, um, with a Vogue closet <laughs> in this universe, <laughs> I think we can't really expect a lot from a marketing savant. Like, I want them to just separate that you can be a marketing savant strategy-wise and not also be the graphic designer. Yeah. It's okay. You can fiver that out. There are so yeah. many freelancers. Um, mm-hmm. Like that, yes, it is the Vogue closet of branding design. So, <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, a Scottish love scheme, not bad. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> All right. Have some whiskey while you're at it. Of course. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We're a little bit rusty here. It's been a while since <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> okay, let, let's. From rugby, we move on to another sport. I thought this would be the sports season because we have. Love on the right course with Ashley Newbra and Marcus Rosner again. Mm. Whitney is a professional golfer who is struggling to make the cut to qualify for her next tournament in Europe. Concerned that she might not be able to continue competing on a professional level, she returns to Budapest <laughs> and the golf course her family owns there to reevaluate her career. She finds that her father, who has grown reclusive since losing his wife two years ago, has handed over day-to-day operations of the club to a laid-back new golf pro, Daniel. Tournaments are brutal when you're not winning. You've come to the right place to figure it all out. If you cup your wrist, you'll make that shot. Hey, do you think you might have time in your schedule to squeeze in a little bit more? Fun. Close your eyes, make a wish, and then hit it as hard as you can. It was a mouthful, <laughs> and I mean, it, you see the parallels with the Scottish uh-huh. love scheme because we have like the dead mom, uh-huh. we have the fascination with a foreign land, TM, yep. and we get Budapest, and failing business, <laughs> and a failing business. <laughs> Um, I really liked uh, Marcus Rosner's movie with Ashley Newbro last Christmas. Uh, what was it? It was the, the maker. The, it was the, the fixer upper house thing. Fixer upper, yeah. yeah. So I was very excited for this, and and did it live up to my excitement? I think it did. Yeah. It was a nice first movie. We got this on the sixth of January, and you know, I was feeling very, um, very holiday ish still, yeah. and I feel like this this continued the holiday spirit. I, I liked seeing them in a different setting. When I was growing up, I would read these Sweet Dreams series of books. And like every... I, I feel like they were like the hallmark of that time. Oh, but books, okay. right? 
every every book was set in a different in a different um scenario just the way hallmark movies are so like now okay we got the golf book or the golf movie and i think um Ashley Newbro looks really cute so in the go- little golf outfits Marcus Rosner um you know it's like it starts out there's like a little butting of heads here because you know she's daddy's girl and he's trying to run the biz he's trying to be daddy and, oh, <laughs> who's your daddy <laughs> But of course, you know, they strike up a friendship and, you know, they're competitive. I like the banter. Mm. They they teach each other. They have these like fun little, like he's the fun guy and she's the, you know, she's the stickler because she is the competitive pro golfer. Like I'm talking about like the environment this movie is in, but I'm not actually talking about what happened because it has been a while. (laughs) (laughs) And, And maybe, maybe... It wasn't like it's not ranking as a top movie for this week because it was just like, you know, your stereotypical yeah. Hallmark movie. I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I like the dad and the daughter relationship as well. And, you know, how she, how she tries to to save the place where she grew up. I mean, that's very that's very sweet of her. I like this relationship. There were no annoying people yeah. in this movie. There were also no kids. Yes. So hmm. <laughs> I like the coach <laughs> coach and uh, protege relationship as well. They're teaching each other stuff. They look good together. Good looking people together can do no wrong. Exactly. And, you know, love on the right course. Perfect. Perfect movie. It was such a good thing to start the year with because... Like, my mom has so many of these, like, New Year pamahiins, which is, like, you know, beliefs about the New Year of, like, wherever you are on the first day of the year is where you'll be, like, the whole year. Things like that. Or, like, yeah. Or, like, um, the first <laughs> okay. 12 days of the year, like, will predict, like, the how the weather will be on, like, the 12 months. Like, really wild stuff that I love. I am all for this shit. And so I'm, like, the first movie of the Hallmark season has to be an omen for the rest of the it year. It sets the tone. Exactly. And you know mm-hmm. what? This set the tone. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be wildly perfect, but when you put two mm-hmm. people that can do like their jobs competently, yeah. it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked Marcus Rosner's parents. Like I like how we're having again the, the parallels with Scottish Love Scheme, where the parents, his parents, are Bulgarian, but he has an American accent because he grew up in an American school. Same, of course he of did. Course he did. Mm-hmm. Same with like Ashley Newbra. Or like, and, and Erica Durans. And like, I'm like, okay, these are weird, but I like it. I also really like that it was golf because what demographic is Hallmark seeing in their <laughs> research that they're like, yep, we're making a golf movie. Like, That's right. You know what? Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I also just like that it's Budapest. Like, why not? Why mm-hmm. not Budapest? I've been to Budapest. I never saw the golf. I didn't know golf was a big thing there. So like, you know what? This anti-Barbie, a.k.a. Ashley Newbra, is just so lovely to watch. She really just, she just, she's so pretty. And yet, there's some substance there. So, I like that. I like their banter. I like the, you know, will they, won't they. It really, I feel like they could do a Wimbledon, but make it Hallmark and do it really well. Oh my god, they would have done the tennis movie so much better. And so... I'm kind of wishing that the tennis movie gets redone because she would, they would do Wimbledon but make it Hallmark so, 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 so good. You're right. And you know what? They could have done the Nepo baby thing to the extreme. Yeah. 
you know, but they didn't. Yeah. You know, she 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 they didn't make her out to be some type like the typical type A, you know, spoiled rich girl that they usually do. Like over the last couple of years, you know, it's it's always that. But they've they've really they've really explored different ways of showing these characters, which I appreciate. Yeah. And Marcus Rosner oh. has really awesome facial hair oh. in, Perfection. <laughs> in this movie. Because like I remember we were messaging each other and like what is it yeah. in the water? Why why are we so drawn to him yeah. now? And I think it's the facial hair. I also just realized that we don't see enough of him on ride. <laughs> Which we never got around to reviewing last year. Oh my god. He is the dead brother that in Ryan. So existed. Yes. <laughs> and as a tangent, because Marcus Rosner is in Ride and Chingai and I watch Heartland and we really liked Ride last year, but we never got around to recording an episode about it. And then mm-hmm. I just started watching Yellowstone. Oh my god, I'm in just like Cowboy Land. It is mm. so Ride season two, come at us. I need Marcus Rosner. I really, I hope we get a season Forgot two. Forgot about Ryan. <laughs> well, Marcus Rosner. We would like to ride. <laughs> give us more of Marcus Rosner and Ashley Newbro. I want this love team to be the Pascal and, you know. Um, the Cindy yes. and what's his name? <laughs> um, Forest Man. <laughs> Christopher Russell. Russell. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And when we're back, you guys. Those were the first two movies. That means it's only going to get even better. When we're back on But Make It Hallmark, two more to go. See you then. And welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. Yes, guys, we're at season five, episode one. Uh, and it's really, truly the Christmas miracle belated of all Christmas miracles that we're actually recording. The January movies. It's, I think, the first time ever, ever, ever. And so, Chingai, I'm going to kick us right off and get back into it by recounting our third, third movie of the episode, but also second to the last, guys. It means it's getting good. And Chingai and I actually had to have a discussion before the show of, like, which one was our favorite? And you guys, we had different answers. So I'm heading to my favorite of the bunch, Betty's Bad Luck in Love. Starring Lacey J. Maley and Marco Grazzini. Cursed from childhood to fail at romance, Betty's relationships have always ended in disaster. But when she meets Alex, she's tempted to try once more. Can true love prevail over a curse? I know what you're asking. Do you compost? Betty's love life? Jinxed. Until Alex. But... He's got a PhD in peril. You went camping? With lions and bears? <laughs> <laughs> Can he change her luck? Mm. They'll have fun trying. How would you like to try something really dangerous? I have to say, I thought about this. Does this movie have a trope? I couldn't think of one. Paranoid girls? Like, no, I don't know. Overwhelmed women? Maybe? I don't know. Adventurous guy? I think maybe that's the one that I kind of like. He's like the manic pixie dream boy, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. And honestly... He did it well. So what I liked about this movie is to me, I felt like it defied the tropes. It showed an anti-hero of a character because this girl was not perfect. In fact, she was so imperfect in that she's incredibly paranoid, so risk-averse. Usually all their heroines are like, yeah, they're not brave. Usually, I want to be brave in love kind of girl. But this girl was just not brave in anything. This girl stalks him. She follows him into a forest. So for background, she's an <laughs> actuarial like risk analysis girl. 
in a job that does like risk assessments. And he is this freewheeling, shoot from the hip, journalist, photographer, war zone correspondent, all around risk taker. And so I guess the trope here is opposites attract. But is it truly a trope trope that is so obviously Hallmark? It's not. And that's what I really appreciate about this. And there's magic. Not magical realism, but more of like showing tarot, showing like readings, showing curses. And like, yeah, they're all pretty like literally high school stuff because this is a flashback to her high school days wherein even as a high school student, she was a bit unsure of herself. This is Lacey J. Maley. And because she got a curse on herself, she kind of, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy where she lives her life perpetually in fear because she thinks there is this curse that she can no longer find true love because everyone she falls in love with will get hurt. And so Lacey J. Maley, I thought in her beautiful, superb, excellent haircut that made me want to cut all my hair off I know. Chika and I, as you can see, have so much hair these days. Chika and I didn't always have this much hair. If you saw season yeah. one of What Make It Hallmark, we didn't have any <laughs> hair back then. And so five years later, we've grown it out. And honestly, I was about to get a scissor and chop my hair because Lacey J. Maley looks so Same. good. And I know that feels Same. like a superfluous comment, but what is this podcast if not superfluous comments? <laughs> one, Lacey J. Maley was not Manas. <laughs> Was yeah, she and Chesapeake, ever? she was Preggies, remember? Last season oh. or something like that, like second to the last season. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, There was one right, season of right. Chesapeake Shores mm-hmm. where Lacey J. Maley, mm-hmm. um, I guess, was post-pregnancy. And it felt like a, oh my God, what's her name? <laughs> what's the Italia Ritchie all over? Italia <laughs> Ritchie. <laughs> Italia Ritchie syndrome. And that's terrible of you because I support pregnancy, obviously. Like, I feel for the women, right? They have to go through this. The men are have to go through this. But the point is, she was gorgeous in this movie. And the reason I mentioned that is because she felt like an equal to the Marco Grazzini. To, to the me. Marco Grazzini. Guys, my, my notes in the in the Google Sheet is all caps. Putang ina Marco Grazzini. Oh, Marco Grazzini. Marco Grazzini dancing in the hallway. Marco's, Marco Grazzini walking into the line of fire, saving people from like an explosion. Marco Grazzini dancing in the lifts. Marco Grazzini falling down some stairs. Like, Marco Grazzini can do no wrong. Yes, does it? Am I biased because he's half Filipino? Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. But we, we, we don't, don't apologize for that. Joy Pride. We will own this. I am owning yeah. this. And I just love that they made him this like free-spirited wanderer. And I like that they had his Asian sister who was a lesbian in another movie, I think. And here she's like <laughs> yeah. a Cormac McCarthy like scholar. What? What? <laughs> Just so that they could have Lacey J. Whaley quote that one quote from him about yes, right. movie was everywhere. But I really liked it because Marco Grazzini is mm-hmm. a bomb <laughs> that just soothes me. And I was so, so, so incredibly happy and proud, Pinoy Pride, to have him star in yet another movie doing rugby telling this girl flat out that he liked her. Again, adult relationships where they're just so upfront, even if this girl was kind of cuckoo. And I get that makes her maybe a manic pixie, just a manic girl, but he had the dream <laughs> pixiness to him. And together, they are a manic pixie right. dream couple. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I need more Marco Grazzini. I think in real life, he's dating Alvina August, I think. And therefore, yeah. pitching yeah. a real life Alvina August, oh Marco God. Grazzini movie. Give us those fucking... Kevin McGarry and could never. Could never. Vanilla. 
here we have the spiciest of spices. The Italian-Filipino everything mix. Give it to us, Hallmark. Give it to us. This movie felt like just my luck. One of oh, Chris Pine. I was, was going to say movies. Lindsay Lohan, and of course it's Chris Pine. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that she was the, the lead. Uh, but anyway, just my luck. Where, but gender flip, because um, Chris Pine was the unlucky oh, one there. Hallmark. And now yes. it's Lacey J. Maley who's the unlucky one here. Plus that other Chris Pine movie. He's I just know, really on my know. mind right now. The one with the one with Reese Witherspoon and Tom Hardy. This is war. Does she play her risk? This means war. This yes. is war, whatever. She means war, yeah. This means war. Because she she also does risk oh. analysis there and she's also so there very is. Uh, it is what make it hallmark of life. Then. So yeah. That's it, it kind of feels like a mashup of that. I really like this movie because it it totally um <laughs> skewed all the tropes. It, it it was like nothing I've ever seen before with people that I yes. like to watch. So that's like a, a match made in heaven. Marco Grazzini. I, let me go back to oh, Marco please. Grazzini. He he really looks like the Zobel. I, I the Zobel boy. Yeah. The Zobel yes, soccer player. He is, he is the LaSalle Zobel <laughs> soccer player. And then when I saw him on the field playing rugby, I was like, no. oh my God, we he called it. it. We yeah. called it. Varsity guy. I love him. I love him. A very, a very yeah. Filipino varsity guy. I mean him and who's that guy? Ross yes. Butler. He could be like he, Ross Butler is the yes, yes. blue eagle yes, of yes, Netflix. Yes. And so they can be like, you know, anyway. anyway, let's let's go back to Betty's Bad Luck and Love. I mean, it's even the title, so even the title is nothing you could actually um, yes. see in Hallmark. The reason why this didn't become my we top know. one <laughs> is because I... No, no, you don't. No. <laughs> I thought it would be my top one because you, you throw Marco Grazzini in anything and I'm going to assume that's going to be my favorite movie, but I think I was like put off by the manic pixie yeah, dream yeah. boy yeah, yeah. character because I just found it... Um, it was It was a little bit... Uh, for caricature to me with him doing like the pranayama the breathing fucking gong. crisscross applesauce and all yeah so that that was but I understand that you put that there for you know uh, the contrast and you know he's a he's a foil to, to Lacey so okay I get it but also it's like I can't be as attracted to him because mm-hmm. of that fair and I didn't think it would be possible that I could find something that would make me less attracted to him. But apparently, apparently it's the yoga and all that. So, so I think it's because um, you were in that world. Yeah, Marco Grazzini. Yes. 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 I also noted that I wanted to cut my hair after this. You know, Patty and I have been growing Forever. our hair out Ever. for years and years. And like, are we going to throw all this work yes. out the window just because we see a beautiful bob? I mean, if we see Autumn <gasps> her back with one of her awesome haircuts, I don't know. I don't know. Defenses are down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't even expect him to be like this. Like, I thought he was just like this, this mm. floater. That doesn't sound good. I thought he would just be like this explorer of the world. And I didn't think that... I I was surprised by the photojournalist aspect of his career. And then there was like a an explosion and like suddenly he's on the field and like what the what the hell is happening here? Like that wasn't in just my luck. I mean, it wasn't in this means war, but 
anyway, I didn't expect it. And that's a good thing. But also I was like, what the heck? And I think what the heck movies yeah. can go either way. And this this went towards the good way. I really liked it. And I hope yes. we see more of this in the future. I just want yeah. to say before I forget, again, she stalked him in a forest. Never forget that. There was the best friend and the <laughs> husband wedding, whatever. That was kind of like just thrown in there too, that she's a super good best friend. But also it must be noted that apart from the Italia Ritchie, Luke McFarlane making out in a truck, and that's all I remember from Catch Me If You Claws. Oh, the yeah, kitchen the kitchen scene. make out <laughs> scene. What was wild. Like, I'm like, is, yeah. Patty, is this going to replace your Victor Webster fantasy I in mean, the kitchen? I mean, okay, wait, <laughs> let's mention Victor Webster. It's going to be a threesome with Marco Grazzini and Victor Webster. Okay, all right, all right, all right. What Marco Grazzini lacks in height, <laughs> he made up for in that scene. Oh, my God. He, yeah. Like, the, oh, my do you God. Want, that was like oh, on yes, the kitchen like a, counter. You want to try something dangerous? Yeah. And then he's trying her cooking. Yeah. And she's just like, no, 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 this isn't good. And she is, in my mother's words, she wraps her legs around him. <laughs> her, that's exactly the English translation of nakabukaka. <laughs> Spread wide open. open. He walks yeah. right in. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, tell a quote-unquote chaste kiss in the pornification of the universe but in Hallmark, this was porn. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it was. I was shocked. Was. I was shocked. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, I, I just remembered another feature of this movie that I really liked was the girl from yeah. high school yes. who put a curse on, like who put the cause of all this bad luck in the first place. Also, a call back to Felicity, yes. Megan, the best friend, who was the doing woo. all these craft-like things, you know, with the tarot readings and whatever spells and all for her to like chase this this witch yeah. from high school and and be confronted with a person who totally like did not remember <laughs> things the way she did it, it's it. just so funny and also so yeah. real because you know things are never the way we actually yeah. remember them so it, it, uh, yeah very sobering very love. funny I love that you know we get that um Closing of the loop at the end of the at the end of the movie. love it love it love it. Clearly, we had a lot to say, but we have so much more mm-hmm. because this is not the last movie, Chingai. No, and so we move on to <laughs> my pick for best movie of the week: Romance with a Twist with Jocelyn Houdon and Olivier Renault. Ex dancer Luna pairs up with Bennett, a world class aerialist, when he finds himself hey, without a partner for his oh, upcoming. Silk's performance for the local arts festival. I don't think I have festival. the patience to teach someone who has literally no experience. Please, just, just give me a chance. Tomorrow, here, 8 a.m., sharp. When I dance, I feel like I'm telling a story. When I'm on the silks, I, I feel like it's just me. So forget the technique. Tell your story. Make it yours. It's giving major flash dance vibe. Yes! <laughs> Again, we move into a different world of sports. This is just like Hollywood Olympics. <laughs> With Scotland inserted there. Because there's rugby. <laughs> wine oh, okay, wine okay. drinking. Wine oh, drinking yeah. is uh, <laughs> right. a sport. Right. Okay. This time, we, we're getting really um, offbeat. 
um, offbeat settings here. Now we're doing silks and hoops, and I have a lot of friends who the, the actual the one of the big studios here in Manila is like right across oh. my building. So so people, I I am I'm quite exposed to the world <laughs> of uh, aerialists, silks, hoops, and whatnot. What I am not exposed to are male yeah. gymnasts, and this is what we get with Olivier. When I saw the previews for this, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Little like, did she know. Like, really? Really? Like, I, I remember you thought that Jocelyn Huda would the, be in the one, of the, one of the Christmas movies. Right, and you were kind of like, oh, it's that when, girl when, from... When, when Hope Calls, that? no? When it's Hope right. Calls, yeah. yeah. And and so, oh, we actually get her <laughs> in New Year movies. And I, I don't watch nope. When Hope Calls, so I don't really have any knowledge of her and her talent and her but like apparently she's a very talented aerialist or i mean i'm sure they did a lot of stunts there but i'm sure she also did a lot of the actual stuff because she was like climbing the ropes and she seemed very graceful maybe she has dance in her background or something and the guy is clearly an uh, uh, an athlete because how, how could he not be? I mean, he was also doing the stunts. So, I mean, we've got talented people. At least they're not faking mm. it, I, I I feel. Or if they were faking it, then they were faking it really well. He looked like Jason Schwartzman <laughs> to me, which is a really funny in a Jason way. Schwartzman. Like, yeah, he Gigantic. was huge. But stocky. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but of course stocky. he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, which is not yeah, my same. type. Like, I, I don't like inverted same. triangle and, guys. And so that's yet. why, I mean... <laughs> judging a book by its cover it's like I'm not gonna like this movie cause like I, I don't he's not my type and, and yet, yet and yet I watched and you know this is why you should just um, attempt to go deeper <laughs> than what is on the surface cause like wow you're gonna be surprised I was so killing with this movie you know what I think it's cause like he, he comes off as cocky in the beginning and she's like she wants to revive her I don't know, her sports career, her dance career or something. And he needs a partner. It's one of those sports movies. So, um, you know, professional guy has to take on this newbie and they fall in love. What I like about what they did with his character was he was cocky in the beginning, but then he was so good at banter. You could tell with the, like, the dialogue and the way they had those scenes with each other. Whenever she would speak or say something, it's like he has a smirk. You know, like like one corner of his mouth is upturned because he, he, it looks like he's about to laugh, which means like like instantly that facade of cockiness and, oh, I'm an athlete, that's broken right away. And you kind of see uh, through the cracks of his heart. <laughs> and, and like I I was like starting to, okay, I get it. I get it. He may not be my type, However. but but I, I like these. Um, and then suddenly they're authentic conversations TM, being afraid of heights, and then they're dancing, there are birthday surprises, there are stairs, there are people scared of feeling feelings, and the, the banter was just was just chef's kiss to me. And so I like this movie not because of the, the stunts and not because of um wow the the because of him, like his physique and all, like as opposed to Marco Grazzini, who we went on and on about. But I liked it because I really felt there was a genuine connection between the two of them. And I just love seeing two people Aww. fall in love. That's it. So yeah. I was really skeptical about this movie. And I'm going to just put it out there. The end dancing was actually quite bad. That <laughs> They were expecting this right, right, world-class right, right. aerialist thing. And I'm like, 
It well, wasn't great. I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's like see yes, the last with dance, Julia with, Stiles. Um, and Sean Patrick Thomas. Yes. Because that also, <laughs> like, really did she no. get into Juilliard no. with that routine? And so this was that. Mm-hmm. I think the thing mm-hmm. is with me for dance yeah. movies, I am always expecting center fucking stage levels. Okay? Yeah. And so yeah. don't you bullshit me with this dance. For me, I wish they had just zoomed out and gotten professional aerialists to actually do it and then do close-ups of them faking it. Because I wanted to be uh-huh. wowed. They kept showing these stupid silks and how beautiful it would be. And all their, all their rehearsals turned to shit. That I'm like, and then I'm like, you better wow me. And here I am, super impressed. Like, wow, they can do it themselves. And then, and then Patty's like, breaks no. me down to reality. No, like, it's okay. Great. No, no, you're no. Right. You're right. It's okay. It wasn't that great. Opinions. It's okay. No, 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 no. I I'm agree. Sorry. With you. I'm sorry to be <laughs> because Amanda Shaw is part of the Hallmark movie family. I cannot remove Center Stage from my mind. Center Stage is one of my top movies of all time, ever, ever, ever. And I can never get sick watching that movie. I'm not saying this was Center Stage, but why haven't we had a Center Stage with Make It Hallmark? Why not? What are we waiting for? Because, because... Sasha Radetzky um, is not available and Cooper, Cooper no, Nielsen, no. Ethan Stifle. Will, Will Kemp doesn't want to dance. Well, he dance. will dance. And we've seen the previews. Thank you, Macy, for pointing <laughs> it out. But no, so that's my one nitpick about this. What I did like is it was surprisingly good. I was actually, like, mm. really entertained. Authentic conversations, TM. Jocelyn Hudden, who I had to double-check, really was in when Hope Calls. She is. Um, <laughs> was not terrible. Like, I, I, she, she did, like, the bright-eyed, I just want to follow my dreams kind of mm-hmm. thing. I really liked her relationship with her family. I really liked how they were. Mm-hmm. And that, that was her stepdad. What? Out of nowhere. Uh, I, I really, mm-hmm. I just really liked how she was so earnest. And I want, give me a chance kind of thing. Another thing that I just want to nitpick about is that singer that they were all going gaga about and the person who they thought was super good at singing, the boss, whatever. That was also a shit performance. This showcase was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know who would have pulled this off really well? Bethany Joy Lenz. She could have sung. Like, okay, I'm not expecting Bethany Joy Lenz to make a cameo just to sing. She she, They they don't don't have the budget 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 for it. But that, that <laughs> that's why that this is so glad. However, <laughs> Olivier Renaud, we need to see him in more things. Like what? I mean, what could okay, he be so this is yeah. like an obvious chef. choice he can be for a chef. him. But a French like, chef. He's French, no? Renaud as your last name. Olivier as your first name. I guess. He can be a yeah, chef yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. you don't need to, like you can be stock. Like the, the, his build is chef. Like I find that like the bear. Like, like what's that like movie? Chef. Like chef. Yeah, or like um, the bear. But make it Hallmark. Right? We've had so many uh-huh. chef movies. He could be a chef. My God, Victor Webster's been a chef. This guy can be a chef. You know what mm-hmm. else this guy can be? Literature professor. Mm. With the... Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. How did he get that big? I, he's just built that way. <laughs> I don't know. Or... Ro- no one's built rowing. that way. Rowing. Rowing. So I've okay. thought of... I've nice. thought of things for this guy. Nice. I've thought of it. And yeah. so, yeah. for me, I want to see more things. I wasn't particularly, like, I didn't hate her. I liked her, but I didn't love her, Jocelyn Hudden. But that's on me. Mm -hmm. That's on me. She didn't Mm -hmm. do anything. I was just being incredibly critical because I was like, but Betty's bad luck and love is there. Patty, is this going to beat it? It it tried. It really tried. Exactly. And that's what I mean. There's something for everyone this season. This this month was fucking fantastic. 
Okay, I mean, I'm going back to that performance. And like, my question was, like, if they were going to do it as a, yeah. it was a couple's performance, right? But they yes, were doing things individually. So why weren't yeah. they connecting? Like, like, yes. like Cirque du Soleil that's type. That's I was expecting. Maybe my expectations. But maybe that's <laughs> asking too much maybe. for Hallmark. <laughs> but that's why we are who we are. We need to raise the bar, Hallmark. But erase the bar they okay. did, to be fair, relative to New Year, New Movies past. And so, yes. Yes, Hallmark. Yes, congrats on four wonderful movies. Good job. We have spoken way too much, mm-hmm. but that is an omen of things to come. There will be other months when we have nothing to say and you will not get an episode, but this <laughs> was a good episode. This was a good set of movies mm-hmm. and we're so excited to do, because we always do, our favorite segment of the episode. When we're back, Mary Kill, New Year New Movies edition. Chingai, after the break. First time in 2024, we're doing Fuck, Mary Kill, New Year, New Movies edition. I'm gonna preface this by saying that I'm not Ooh. playing by the rules um, for this episode. I honestly could not find anybody to kill. I have no wow. one to kill. I too could not find anyone to kill, but I found someone to kill. <laughs> okay. And I mentioned it already. I, I, I spoiled myself, but the mayor or whoever she was... And the singer duet killed them. Oh, they were complaining okay. about the bad right. aerialists. They were bad. They were terrible. Kill them. <laughs> and this showcase. Never do a showcase, Hallmark. Showcases never work. Please kill the concept of a talent show, Hallmark, because nobody does it well. No one. That's who I'm killing. Mm-hmm. Harsh, truth. Okay. Patty is. <laughs> One glass of wine in that you've seen. That you've seen. Uh And so, Uh (laughs) moving on. (laughs) On to the fucks. Okay, I had to really think about this. Um, I'm fucking Manic Pixie Dream Boy, Marco Pizzini. He is going to be my fling for for this week. I don't blame you for wanting to fuck him. I too tried Mm -hmm. to cheat. And I actually listed everybody, essentially, in my Fuck, Mary Kills. And so I have to make a call here. But it's an either-or. So yeah. I was deciding to fuck either Marcus Rossner and Olivier Renaud. And end of the day, I feel like I will see Marcus Rossner again. I will have a chance to fuck him. And I know I could just do a threesome. I know. Guys, I know that. I've done that before. But there's mm-hmm. something about the novelty of Olivier Renaud that I'm like, when else will I fuck this aerialist? He may never... I mean, he could he could show so, you. Like, can so you imagine many how flexible this man is? How he can contort mm-hmm. himself? Because the stereotypical sexual trope is that the women are supposed to be flexible. But guess what? This guy's flexible. I don't have to do anything. You know what? Let him impress me. So yes, he can bukaka all he wants. <laughs> I was not prepared for that comment, Chingai, but it is the fuck, yeah. so I should have seen it coming. Um, yes, I will fuck Olivier Renaud because Marcus Rosner, I know I will see him again. I know it in my heart. Mm-hmm. Olivier Renaud, I'm not sure. So will I miss this chance to fuck him? I will yeah. not, sir. We are fucking. You know what? O- Olivier Renaud can take the place of Dan Genot in all his... And I love it. Imagine not was he will show up next month, so we will have time for him. 
But we hate him so much. It's time for him to come get home. out. But okay. All right. Our facts are done. Oh my God. I wasn't ready for that. Okay. Like, who are you marrying? I am marrying Marcus Because <laughs> honestly, like, I could not marry this photojournalist who goes into war. I could not take it. I could not handle it. But Marcus Rosner with a steady uh, golf course job um, is more my speed. I mean, you know what? A guy who golfs, that's a stable guy. Who wouldn't want that? I say yes to mm-hmm. marrying him. Mm-hmm. You would live in Budapest. Why not? In a golf course. Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. I would then marry Manic Pixie Dream Boy. <laughs> okay. God damn it. I'm so predictable. <laughs> to be fair, I, I didn't think I would be this attracted to an Asian man. And I mean, to be fair, he's mixed. But whatevs. Yeah. Sure. He's half. Sure. He's half. But if this is the closest I'm going to get to my big Filipino church wedding, which I don't think is ever going to happen for me, and not that I want it, but if, if it did happen... Marco Grazzini is that guy. And my dad would be so disappointed oh because he's God. from Zobel. <laughs> As an Atenean. Can you imagine him in a barong? I can. I can imagine a barong. We will, I guess, get married and like, what's the, is it Sanctuario? What's the, what's the southern church that the Zobel people go to? I, I think it's Sanctuario. Yeah. So sorry, dad. I'm, mar- I'm marrying it's a, so a Salian. Yeah. Sorry to my father's Atenean heart. Yeah. I'm marrying Grazzini. Marco Grazzini will charm his way yeah. into your father's. Yeah, my blue, 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 blue heart, heart will have to turn a bit green because this our Zobel boy, quote unquote, he's not. But he seems and he feels like it. And I'm marrying him because, yes, I want this manic pixie dream boy in my life every freaking day. Yes, Marco Grazzini, I will marry you. Right? I can see it. I, I get can my totally Filipino wedding. Yeah, yeah. Patty Grazzini. Grazzini. Patricia Grazzini. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is that beautiful? Yeah. I mean, technically, you would also be a Patricia Grazzini. Let's be real. We have the same <laughs> first name thing, guys. Anyway. Yeah. That's all. Yes. <sighs> An episode. <What? laughs> a month. <laughs> what we will see you guys in next month's Love You, Are You with Jane Austen, which could be a hot mess. Or the most perfect thing ever. And we're so excited to be there. Or both. Or both. Actually, it will be both. Hot mm-hmm. prediction. Jingai, thank you so mm-hmm. much for joining me on this journey as we open up season five of But Make It Hallmark. If you are not <laughs> yet subscribed to this show, I don't know why you're listening, but thank you. <laughs> Follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Music, wherever it is. We're everywhere. Subscribe, share with a friend, tell someone you love about this crazy superfluous episode where we talk about haircuts and manic pixie dream boys. If you aren't following us on our socials, we are on and off over there, but we are at, at, <laughs> at DJ at, we are at Make It Hallmark on Twitter, also known as X, whatevs. And at but make it hallmark on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Follow us, like, share with a friend, whatever that is. And yeah, maybe you'll see us on Reels because we're gonna see if we get that going. And yeah, see you guys next time. Thanks, Shanghai, and thanks everybody. See you thanks, next time. Patty. Happy New Happy Year. Year.